Hi everyone, this is Tech in the City from MediaWorks Studio Network. I'm your host, Yvonne Pilon. You may know me as a girl who cannot wait for the day that everyone in tech and beyond can recite a list of names of women tech leaders and founders. The day where everyone knows leaders like Susan Wojcicki. Who's that, you ask? Well, she's been the CEO of YouTube since February 2014. She was involved in the founding of Google, yes, Google, and became Google's first marketing manager in 1999. For all the latest local tech news, make sure to follow the Tech in the City hashtag on all major social media platforms or sign up for the WeTech Alliance monthly Tech It Out newsletter. Today in studio, I am joined by three local women who are all making waves in the tech space. We have, first, we have Sarah Rohde, who is the local owner of Get in the Loop Windsor Essex. She is also the Windsor chapter lead for Canada Learning Code. We have Mara Bolano, who is the founder of a new app called Bow App, as well as she is a serial entrepreneur. And Nicole Anderson, who is the director of Women Entrepreneurship Strategy at the Windsor Essex Economic Development Corporation. Wow, that was a mouthful. <laughs> Welcome, ladies. <laughs> you did really well for yeah. that intro. Yeah, I gotta say, it, the intro is always the hard part because we we don't edit anything. This is completely raw. And that's what we love about it. So, yes, we're here to talk about tech. I know most of you in some capacity, some more than others. But today we want to talk about this awesome movement that's happening locally. A lot of it's been spearheaded or, um, I guess, gaining momentum because of a grant that was received from the region. But I want to spend a few minutes first to let our listeners know more about you. So, Mara, do you want to give us a little bit of a background on who you are and maybe describe your product or service? Oh, <laughs> jumping like, right into yes, it. Yeah. We're going right in. Okay, yeah. Hi, guys. Mara here. Um, like Yvonne said, I'm a serial entrepreneur. Um, it started really with digital photography. Um, I went to school for multimedia. Um, and multimedia, when I took it, was about 10 years ago. And this was really new when I took it. And what we covered was a lot of a mix of art and programming. So I did graphic design, photography, film, and this was, you know, talking about manual photography, manual film. And then we transcoded that into programs. So we did a lot of digital like uh, editing. Mm -hmm. And then we also we also learned like computer programming. So that was my education. And then, you know, um, when I entered the workforce in Canada, um, I was also like, I was always an entrepreneur at heart. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I was in the workforce, but, you know, I was that employee that was, like, always head in the sky, kind of. Um, so two years in the workforce, I was like, I want to start my photography business. So I did. Um, moved to Toronto. Um, and then from there, digital photography business. Um, I think four years later, I started my um, mirror photo booth company and then did the mobile app. So tell us briefly, just Bow App just launched. I, I know I, I've downloaded it over the holidays. What is it and and how can be people be part of it? So tell yeah. us more about it. Um, so Bow is essentially Uber for beauty and barbershop services, like oversimplification of that. Um, you can you, you can like browse artists on there, um, filter them by prices or ratings, um, look at their portfolio. 
book and then pay for their services all at the palm of your hands and right on your fingertips. So right now, if the listeners, well, for the listeners, you're looking for people, A, who are looking for those services, male or female, and mm-hmm. also the service providers, whether you're doing, you know, hair, barber stuff or lashes or be- any type of beauty, I guess. Beauty yeah. is so broad now, right? There's so many resources exactly. and services out there. Beauty so. and barbershop services. So Wonderful. Yeah. Wonderful. Yeah. Thanks, Mara. Sarah, how about yourself? Tell us more about you. Yeah, so uh, I'm the local owner for Get in the Loop, uh, which is basically a great way to save money, but also support local businesses. So that's pretty much it in a nutshell. Okay, well, we'll get into it. I think you have have a really unique story. But for the, again, for me, explain how I would, I, you can get Get in the Loop right now if you wanted to go download it, right? It's available. Is it both on the Apple to download? Yep, it's yeah. on the uh, the Apple Store and the Google Play Store. It's a free download. All you do is download it, and then you need to sign up as a member. Um, just a few couple questions, and then once you're in, you get access to uh, deals at uh, businesses like, for instance, Salon Zaya. You can get um, discounts on your manicures, um, or you can go to the Harvest Table and get a free coffee with Ooh, your breakfast. It's nice. so good. It is very good. Yeah, Everything good. there is uh, market fresh, so and, it's and delicious. Just, mm-hmm. To make note, Mara's app, so Bo app and Get in the Loop are both free to download. Yes. Yes. So yeah. make sure we hope their download rates increase. Last but not Yay. least, Nicole, who I've been spending a lot of time with um, lately. Nicole, tell us more about you. Uh, about me or the what I'm doing? Just you first. Okay. We want to know who you are. And you can talk a little bit about what you're, what you're working on. All right. Uh, well, I come from a, a family business. Um, we work in sustainability and greenhouse automation. Um, but about 10 years ago, started working at the university, and through that work, I co-founded the Entrepreneurship Center there, which is the Epicenter, and uh, was a program director there for a number of years, and then moved into this role as the um, Director of Women Entrepreneurship, again, for uh, Windsor-Essex Economic Development, Corp- Development Corporation. And uh, my role here is to really lead a grant that they received from the federal government to to help uh, I guess the vision for this grant is to increase the number of women entrepreneurs in, in the city, particularly in technology. So what I'm doing is creating an, a network, a women entrepreneurship network for the city, where organizations who have any type of resources available for women entrepreneurs and women in STEM to get together, to um, cluster their information and be able to uh, give this information to our, our local entrepreneurs through an online platform. Wonderful. Thank you. Now, I know, Mara, you kind of alluded to your education background and why you became an entrepreneur. So, Sarah, you have the such an interesting story because prior to being the local owner of Get in the Loop Windsor Essex, you were a tech worker, right? So yeah. you really made the transition for working for someone else to working for yourself. So can you shed light in terms of like what that experience, why you kind of made the jump? And, and also for so many women, in fact, when we look at stats on you know, the lack of women in entrepreneurship, that jump is scary for a lot of people. So maybe shed light to uh, to that experience. Yeah. So um, I spent a good seven years in uh, the tech industry and I was in a variety of different roles. You know, my original plan and goal was to move up in the company. I'm, you know, was always a bit of an intrapreneur. Um, so like Mara, I always had my <laughs> head up in the cloud and was thinking big and, um, I think it was a combination of things that got me to where I am. So the first would be um, the frustration of not being able to move up. 
I'd have to relocate and I wasn't wanting to do that. I want to stay in Windsor, Essex. Um, so yeah, that definitely was, uh, was a huge thing for me. So, um, I started uh, looking actually outwards to see if I could find a new job. And um, that's when I happened to stumble across the the um, opportunity to start a franchise here in Windsor-Essex for Get in the Loop. And I came from a family of entrepreneurs, um, both my brothers and their uh, wives, as well as my dad were all um, and are all entrepreneurs. So I knew it was in my blood. I grew up with it. It's just I never had the idea and and wasn't sure what to do exactly. And then when I saw that opportunity, it just I knew in my gut. I followed my gut instincts and just went for it. And how's it been so far? Like, are you happy with the decision? I mean, you're here talking about it, so I'm hoping you're happy about yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> well, I got a smile on my face right now, so that's <laughs> that's good. I mean, um, there's definitely been lots of uh, ups and downs, but. Um, I mean, no business is is meant to be easy. Um, you know, you have to have those challenges, but that's what keeps you kind of going every day yeah. is is working through those problems and and uh, you know overcoming those challenges. Awesome! Yeah. It's really interesting. You know, there's always been this. Um, you know, is it nature or nurture when it comes to entrepreneurship, right? And mm-hmm. even as I hear all of you speak, like somehow whether it's family members and entrepreneurship, or you've kind of always had that think big, kind of that entrepreneur, entrepreneurial, as you mentioned. Yeah. Most people don't realize my start to tech was actually being a founder. So when I was at a, mm. out of university, founded a tech venture, raised capital through investors, um, did that for about a year. And we're going to get into, and I hate calling the word fail, but it's just the easiest way to describe <laughs> it, is, is so many, I guess, lessons um, in terms of what a founder is like, and it's not all roses. And that's what I really want to get into next is What's it like to be a female entrepreneur, whether you're tech or not, right? So what are some of those, whether you have to get into a mental state, like what are some of the, the obstacles you've, you've faced or, you know, the lessons you've learned? Mara, do you want to get, do you want to start us off here? Um, you've done this multiple times, so you are a seasoned yeah. entrepreneur. Um, yeah, um, so where can I start? There's, there's a lot, so... With being an entrepreneur, you have to almost expect that and um, expect that you will have failures and that you are going to be stronger after each failure. And if you think that you're going to have it all as roses and rainbows, it's very unrealistic. And I feel like throughout my journey, I like all the challenges. I like all the failures that I go through and Every time I succeed after a failure, I feel like I'm just, um, I'm so much stronger for it. Mm -hmm. And one of the fails, I'll give an example actually, which is very recent for this, for the app I'm developing right now, or that's launched. Um, So I designed the, every page of the app. I took two months. So I even dug deep into like color psychology font size is like ideal for screen sizes and stuff even did like market research on what like features are relevant to certain groups of people so I did two months of this work and then I got a quote from programmers as to how much it'll like take to build this app and it's like eight times my budget and I'm like I should have asked before I even (laughs) built this app Um, but that's one of like a fail that was not really like a big fail in in like the grand scheme of things 
But that's the thing. The thing that I like learned from this experience was, you know, ask questions as much as you can, Mm -hmm. you know, Um, because the, the, the good thing from that was that, you know, at least no one else is affected by that time waste, which yeah. time is so important in any industry, right? So, yeah, just ask questions. And like I said, every fail, there's always a victory after. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I'm, oh, I'm going to jump in. in. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds like a pivot, right? Yes. So, you pivot. So, you're, you know, you're working towards one goal for your business and then mm-hmm. something might change. But, you, I mean, you still have the same maybe mission or vision, but yes. you're just going to change the way that you get there. So that's a great example yep. of a pivot. A pivot, for pivot. sure. Mm-hmm. Bad decisions pivots. make great stories, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. That's what I saw that quote today on, on LinkedIn. I was like, that's, I'm going to bring that up today. Nice. Uh, yeah. Sarah, what has been some of your learnings about being like an entrepreneur, right? And I'm curious to see if you think it's different. You know, we're here talking about, you know, women entrepreneurship and trying to um, increase the numbers. And if you follow Move the Dial, which is a national tech women in tech um, organization, 5% of Canadian companies have a female solo founder. 5%. So do you feel um, it's different being a female entrepreneur over a male entrepreneur or, or, or not? Yeah, I mean, it's hard to say because I've never been yeah, you know, a man, yeah. let alone a man yeah. business owner. So <laughs> it's, it's really hard to say. And I'd like to think that there aren't many differences, like at least attitudes towards being, mm-hmm. you know, a female entrepreneur. One thing I have noticed that I'd like to share is I'm in a very sales heavy mode right now with the business. Yes. And I have felt a few times where people were worried maybe about hurting my feelings saying no yes. to me and especially mm. you've built yourself a great brand locally through yeah. all your volunteer stuff so it is yeah so yeah yeah, yeah. I, won't, I won't cut you off continue no that's okay it's good. so it did I like at first actually maybe there was a bit of that I did have a hard time struggling with you know that constant rejection but um mm-hmm. now I just I just laugh at it I'm like thank you I can just go to my next person who will be a yes yes you know mm-hmm. right? no are nice because it allows yeah. you to spend time on more yeses right yes so. yes yeah mm-hmm. it's big waste of my time when um people for whatever reason whether it's you know they're busy or they just don't want to hurt my feelings I don't know but um it ends up being actually more harmful to me when people don't respond to my emails and my calls. And mm-hmm. really all I'm looking for is a no, and you can slam the phone on me. I don't care. Yeah, yeah. Like that to me. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I've learned to not take it personally and to just move on to the next opportunity. Interesting, because there is a lot of research saying, you know, women tend to care so much about what other mm-hmm. people think mm-hmm. of them, right? So when you're in a role, in a sales role, you have to be comfortable with rejection. Absolutely. Right? So Big time. Mm-hmm. That's interesting, right? Because mm-hmm. sales is always that one. I, I always hated sales, even though I feel like <laughs> I have a sales role in my role today. But like, have you like how have you progressed? Because sales is interesting. You don't really learn like we don't go to university or colleges no. to learn to sell. Yeah. So and that's sometimes the hardest part. You're selling whether you're selling an app, you're selling, um, you know, companies to get on the app, or you're selling a program. What have been some of your learnings from the sales, the sales funnel? Well, definitely the the you know getting used to rejection, yeah. um, and to look at it as a numbers game. So you know, ten cold calls should produce one meeting and then, you know, 10 meetings should produce one sale. So you just have to, you know, not care, I guess is the best way to look at it. Um, You know, obviously be respectful of people's time when you're calling them, Mm -hmm. but don't take it personally if they're not interested um, or if you get uh, that no right away. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Any insight, Nicole, on 
on sales. I think it's it's about creating value. And for entrepreneurs especially, I mean, you are you really believe in what you're doing. And I think that's why the founders mm-hmm. are usually such good mm-hmm. salespeople mm-hmm. for yeah. for mm-hmm. what they're, you know, what they're offering because they believe in it so much and they know how it would create value to the end user. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. And, and just hearing you talk now, I can I can tell that you're really passionate about what you're Definitely. doing. The both of you, actually. Yeah, yeah. thank <laughs> you. It's a, it's a game of storytelling, right? Mm-hmm. Go ahead, Nora. I'm going to jump into yeah. that. So, like, for selling, I used to be very scared of selling products even though I believed in them. And what helped me a lot was reading a book by T- Dale Carnegie, um, mm-hmm. How to Make Friends and Influence People. Yes. Mm-hmm. And it's a lot of, yeah. Yeah, Check it out. It's a lot of psychology on people. And a lot of it is, like, finding like what drives people and what people are really looking for and then finding that like mutual connection and trying to sell them like a benefit of your product and a benefit to their life Mm -hmm. and things like that. And that's helped me a lot. So Mm -hmm. yeah, that's sure. Nice. I'll check it out. Thank you. (laughs) So we'll get into what Nicole's working on in a little bit, but I mean, part of what Nicole's working on is, you know, is part of this, federal government strategy to double the amount of women-owned businesses by 2025. So that's a pretty, I guess, hairy audacious goal for the government. <laughs> they put $2 yeah. billion dollars behind this. And and locally, we received, a, a, yeah. a, I guess, a small portion, but it's still a great portion. Mm-hmm. How do we get more women in entrepreneurship? We heard the facts, 5% and specifically solo females in tech. Mara, Nicole, Sarah, what, what is what? How can we encourage this? Like, you know, do we start from the elementary side? What can we do with, you know, we we tend to focus a lot on the youth entrepreneurship, but there's this huge booming market. If anyone follows Grace and Frankie, I mean, their <laughs> season six is launching <laughs> tomorrow. Host. I, host. Um, I, know, I, know. I love that show. I, I, it's hilarious. But um, you know, again, I guess the question is, how do we encourage more women to become entrepreneurs? I like for me, the best way I can do that is just to be an authentic example. Mm-hmm. Just the, that's the best way I personally mm-hmm. could do that. And then by being open and sharing your story and your journey, mm-hmm. that, that's it for me. So, okay, I'll, I'll ask you, I'll ask a second question after everyone mm-hmm. kind of chimes in on how do we get more women to be entrepreneurs? Um, so there's a lot of there's a lot of ways I can answer this question. And feel free to like <laughs> yeah. an authenticity. Yeah. This is real yeah. talk. This isn't absolutely. This is like literally mm-hmm. like how mm-hmm. do we do this? Yeah, because we're working on this. Mm-hmm. So for me, um, I would say that it was a lot easier than most women, especially my age. Um, I don't have children, mm-hmm. so um, mm-hmm. for women who either are planning on starting a family soon or who already have a family, that's you know women are still the primary caregivers in Canada and. You know, that there's just that one extra element for them to take that leap and that uh, risk. Um, you know, the job security, the financial uh, elements. So, I mean, maybe addressing that as well as all the other, you know, um, concerns that women may have to join or jump into entrepreneurship. I think that's mm-hmm. a mm-hmm. huge factor that needs to be considered. Mm-hmm. Nicole, any thoughts? Because you've been kind of your your early days into your new role, but you've been <laughs> yeah. doing so much research. I so. have been doing research. And, and on my Twitter pages recently, a couple of days ago, I posted, why aren't more women pursuing mm-hmm. um, careers in STEM and entrepreneurship? And I, I had asked just general, what are your thoughts? And somebody had posted, she's a, she's a very successful entrepreneur. Uh, she came from Windsor, Alyssa Atkins. Oh, yes. She's, she's in wonderful. FamTech, yeah. which is a yeah. new um, emerging technology. Yes. Um, in any case, um, 
her response was, you can't be what you can't see. Mm -hmm. And I thought that was phenomenal. Mm -hmm. So really engaging a lot of the the women in our area to be part of panels. And not just the women that we always tap into who are amazing yeah. in themselves. But we need they're, new they're faces, right? We need yeah. new faces. I was, I was on a flight from Toronto, and I sat beside this woman whose daughter runs a, I think, a logistics company out of Windsor. She mm-hmm. is the owner. So I asked her, can I get your daughter's information? I would love to be able to feature at the Epicenter when I was still working there. And she said her daughter doesn't like to be in the, in the spotlight. Yeah. But yeah. in order to encourage other women to start yeah. businesses, they have to see that there are successful women mm-hmm. who have families who – you know, this might be a second career for them. Mm-hmm. We have to show that you can still be successful. And I think most women are successful mm-hmm. who start businesses at a later age anyway. So, yeah. For sure. Being for able sure. to showcase. For sure. You know, there's so many initiatives like See It, Be It, Stem It, which is another yeah. initiative mm-hmm. led by the founder, CEO of Linamar. Um, they've developed a, a calendar featuring women in STEM, which is awesome. You have groups like Build a Dream that mm-hmm, I think mm-hmm, Noor's always, mm-hmm. um, I think she actually uses If You Can't See It, You Can't Be It or something of uh, in the lines of that. Um, I think confidence um, from what I've seen is a big one. It's like having the confidence to know you can do this. Yes. And I think there's this magic is like, there's this like an entrepreneur knows exactly what they're going to do. In fact, there's so much vulnerability in it. In fact, yeah. like I think all of us can agree half the time we're just going day by day and learning, right? Yeah. So there's not mm-hmm. like you, you're you just an instant entrepreneur. Like no. I think there are people who may have a little bit more knack to it or understanding based on, you know, how they were brought up. But at the end of the day, entrepreneurship is, especially nowadays, everything is changing. And now yes. you're trying to tap mm-hmm. into this global world, not just mm-hmm. local. And, um, But I, I, I know we're, we're really trying to hone in on this. Um, now, ladies, uh, you know, Sarah and, uh, and Mara, when you think about, you know, government support for female-led entrepreneurs, is there a role for government to help support you? And I know there's, I see it happen always online, is this um, conversation around funding. Um, is that something that both of you feel affects your growth, is capital, or anything else? Oh, absolutely, of course, mm-hmm. of course. Especially in tech, because like you said, globalization. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And for me, particularly my app, I'm planning to take it international. Mm-hmm. And marketing mm-hmm. is a big part of yeah, my app. Yeah. And marketing, even though social media marketing has become very cheap yeah. to um, cost mm-hmm. per acquisition wise, um, it's still expensive when mm-hmm. you go online. Mm-hmm. And that's still in the millions when you go mm-hmm. global. Mm-hmm. So yes, is there <laughs> capital any is big. On that one? I know you're in a different situation yeah. where you are still... A- a franchise, you know, franchise owner, but it, it don't, to me at the end of the day, you're still growing a business, right? Absolutely. You may have a, some support, but you still are, you're, you know, you're in charge of your own destiny. Absolutely. Yeah. Like there, I'm, I do have that marketing force behind mm-hmm. me because it's a franchise, but I still need to do it locally. Yes. So like buying swag and like wanting yeah. to get a vehicle with my decals mm-hmm. on it, like all these extra expenses. Like I have yeah. to be very careful that I don't overdo it because then, you know, not only am I not paying myself, I'm mm-hmm. also potentially putting the business in debt. So, um, yeah, I mean, having that extra, uh, financial resource is very valuable to help the business succeed and, and stay and, Eventually, I could maybe hire people, so it's in the benefit yes. of yes. of the government. Obviously, so you both are planning to economy. grow. Yes, grow absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Jobs, which is awesome. Jobs. Yeah. yeah, that that was always my childhood dream. Anyway, to create livelihood. Yeah, nice. that's amazing. That's, that's a good that's uh, dream. Absolutely Very amazing. Dream. Yeah. Um, I lost my train of thought now, but I did want to. Um, <laughs> 
um, to talk about, um, you know, back to even, you know, see it, be it, stem it, or if I can see it, you can't, be, or if you don't see it, you can be it, or yeah. what is the quote? I'm, <laughs> until I need more you coffee You can't today. be what you, you can't, can't see, Yvonne. <laughs> Alyssa, we are Alyssa thinking Atkins. of you today. Yes, yeah. she is doing, just so we know, mm. she's local, doing, um, having gone through a lot of fertility issues um, herself, or at least thinking of, I guess not fertility issues, she was trying to plan for the future, right? Not ready to have kids. So she's doing this basically fertility um, tech company, I guess. Yeah. You may know nice. more. It's mm-hmm. uh, mainly informing women of their their options. options. Mm-hmm. So yes. like freezing your eggs or IVF, yes. et cetera. And she's yeah. gotten a lot of VC funding. She's operating out of Toronto, mm-hmm. but she does some work in San Francisco. She was, she was just yeah, there. I, f- I, follow I definitely her journey, follow her because she's, she's making it very public um, on her experience of mm-hmm. freezing her eggs. And it's been really interesting because it's like, again, when you're solo um, and you may not be thinking of kids now, but you know that biology itself is changing, you know, your body. So how do you mm-hmm. prepare for one day wanting right. to have kids? So yeah. she's another uh, local success story, I think, mm-hmm. that uh, including, you know, Emily mm-hmm. Cushman, mm-hmm. uh, Dorina Kulia. These are all people that I remember working with many, many moons ago. So um, female role models. So we talk about we need to see <laughs> yeah. more role models. And that's why it's so important. I know people are shy, but you every, you know, we we have the power to change things as women, right? To show mm-hmm. other younger women that you can be what you want to, whatever you want to be. So who are your role models? I'm curious. <laughs> you want to go first? You first. Well, Yvonne. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right, yeah, right. I know. That's the no-brainer. Yeah. You've definitely been a role model, especially yeah. with uh, uh, my Canada Learning Code. This was not planned for everyone that I asked everyone. Like, I'm a role model. There's um, cookies here. I appreciate that. Yeah. But yeah. in fact, truthfully, I look back to all of you that you are really leading as role models, right? You, Thank you. You made the leap. You're doing what, you know, what so many more women can do. And uh, so, anyways. Yeah. Yeah, I'll stop there. But Aww. sorry. Yeah, no, it's okay. Um, also, Susan uh, Anzaline from mm-hmm. the uh, Institute of Border Logistics and Security. Mm-hmm. She's been um, mm-hmm. a great community partner for my Can Learning Code initiatives as well. Mm-hmm. And uh, every time I see her, we end up having a nice little like powwow and you know catch up. And you know she's very supportive and she's got my back 100% on this journey. Um, and then there's even uh, uh, Blandine, who um, worked as a tech worker for many years. And again, I met her through my <laughs> Canada Learning Code journey. Thank you, Canada Learning Code. Really, like this was my entrance to. Hello, Melissa. Yeah. <laughs> I'll make sure to share the link. Uh, this is definitely my entrance into entrepreneurship that helped get me out of my comfort zone. But uh, yeah, when I announced to her, to Blandine, that I was going to be doing this, uh, she was very supportive. She's like, let's go for a coffee. I want to hear about Aww. the business. I want to hear about the value, what you could provide, how you're helping local businesses, um, that sort of thing. And we uh, we touch base every couple months for at least coffee. And uh, she's been a great ally and support for me. What awesome so. um, role models locally. Are there any, any people you follow, whether it's on social media or even books you read or podcasts you listen to? I follow you, Yvonne. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully, yeah. I inundate you yeah. with tech uh, jargon or tech stuff. Yeah, I mean, it's it's not, this will go a bit away from the uh, woman in tech conversation, but uh, Simon uh, Sinek, I might be saying his last name wrong. But Wonderful. Yeah, he yeah. is amazing. Um, I started reading his books actually while I was a tech worker when I was trying to move up. I always mm-hmm. wanted to be um, COO of a company and, you know, help establish, you know, value system um, that everyone believes in and works towards. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, there's a lot of ties with uh, his work and the app that 
you know, I'm, I'm mm-hmm. selling to local businesses and how mm-hmm. we're trying to fight back against, sorry, I'm going to drop a name here, but the Amazon effect mm-hmm. where more and more people are shopping online instead of supporting mm-hmm. local businesses. Mm-hmm. And that's our why, making mm-hmm. sure that those local businesses have people, mm-hmm. have, um, you know, people coming to the stores and that they're providing jobs and paying local taxes mm-hmm. and, mm-hmm. you know, supporting your local hockey teams and, and that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. So. Mara, role models, who are yours? Role models, obviously like her, you are. Um, (laughs) Because I did meet you when I was starting my photo booth um, five years ago. Yeah, I didn't even realize that until you said (laughs) something and I was like, oh my, we did meet. Yeah, yeah, that was you, yeah. Um, Were you CEO already back then? Um, I can't remember. I took over this role, I think, when I was 29. So I don't know. So I was, I'm going to be 36 in a few weeks. 2014. Yeah, so probably, yes, I would have been probably. I think you're just starting. Yeah, so yeah, I was like really amazed. Um, So thank you for contacting me. I was really really, like honored. Um, And then um, locals, any any female entrepreneurs locally that Mm -hmm. I meet, Mm -hmm. especially because I work in the wedding industry here, Mm There's so many of them. Were you at the show Love this them? past weekend? Uh, no, because no. I'm I'm already kind of busy and yeah. I'm trying to slow it down <laughs> because of the app. Yeah. Um. So. Um. But yeah, I I adore everyone. Um. In the industry. Um. But. But like taking a step back, I am a '90s girl, so Spice Girls, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Beyonce. Um. But in all honesty, my mom because yeah. um she actually raised me to be an independent like strong woman so yeah my mom what's your mom's name marie kit so kit delano she works at kit, also we thank you for <laughs> bringing us Mara. shout out mom yeah hey, mom. um nicole how about you any role models oh and again don't have to be local they can be like again people you look up to maybe it's megan markle it's Hopefully coming to Canada. Ooh, right. Emancipation <laughs> from royal family. Yeah. <laughs> um, locally, I mean, Diane Rico. Yep. You can't. Mm-hmm. You, Diane's phenomenal. Yeah. Shelly Fellows. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Tara Cadeau. Mm-hmm. They're all they're all wonderful. And I, I've worked with them in my past as well. Um, I recently met a, a woman. Her name is um, Fatini Ian Kalopoulos, I believe her last wow. name is. Yeah. Anyway, she's phenomenal. She worked um, at a large consulting firm specifically as a negotiator and it was uh, very male-led and she had a bad experience there so she left and she started her own company and now she does workshops in uh, negotiation and I took a seminar with her recently and she's phenomenal she helped me negotiate a few of my contracts and um, she's great she's out of Toronto so I'm hoping to bring her down to help our female entrepreneurs learn because negotiation is one thing that women don't do well Mm -hmm. or don't necessarily think to do in Mm -hmm. general um, regardless of whatever you're negotiating. So she, she really teaches it uh, well, and she, she teaches it in the MBA program at Schulich as well. So um, hopefully we can get her down for the day and get her, get her entrepreneurs negotiating good salaries and, yeah, and good salaries, salaries and contracts and, yeah, and, and deals, et cetera. That's good stuff. So I will share, um, you know, as I mentioned, everyone to me is a role model that's doing what they want to do and what they love. But I do love Kara Swisher. I don't know if you follow Kara Swisher. She is a... Um, a journalist, um, but a huge advocate for tech, um, predominantly on the political side of like what politics needs to do in tech. In fact, mm-hmm. my intro is basically, um, I basically stole that for her. So <laughs> I always said, if I get on Kara Swisher's radar one day, you know, I've succeeded. But um, she really talks about, you know, tech for good and and really looking at tech from such a like, you know, how does this affect society and what we need to do to really make 
like tech better, right? Because mm-hmm. we know there's a lot of benefits that come with tech, but there's also a lot of um, negative. So um, I wanted just to give one more uh, moment to Nicole to really talk about what you're building mm-hmm. and how people be a part of it. And that could be Mara and Sarah, uh, Sarah sitting here today or the, you know, hopefully other women who somehow find this podcast you know, what can I what can I do to help build this? Mm-hmm. Okay, so this network um, is going to, again, list all of the organizations that are doing something to empower women. So I've already been talking to quite a bit, but there are organizations out there that are empowering women that are corporations. So, for instance, the city of Windsor has a Women in STEM uh, initiative within the corporation, and I want to try to tap into those types of organizations. So if you're working somewhere and there is an initiative to empower women in STEM within your organization, uh, I'd love to hear from you. Um, if you're an organization that, that are that is empowering women entrepreneurs, please reach out if I haven't talked to you already. Um, so this, this network is going to be living I guess online so it'll be a one-stop resource page that will that will showcase programs funding events um, anything in our area that's really empowering again women in entrepreneurship or women in STEM and there will also be a piece for a mentorship program because women often find at least in our area uh, our research shows that they're they're having trouble finding those women mentors mm-hmm. um, so if you'd like to become a mentor for this mentorship program, I'd love to hear from you as well. This can also include men as well, mm-hmm. because we do need male champions. Yes, we, need allies, <laughs> we, sure. we need our allies. I mean, men can help us reach the top in various ways as mm-hmm. well. They can open doors, suppliers, mm-hmm. whatever mm-hmm. it might be. Um, so if you would like to be part of this mentorship program, please let me know. And then general entrepreneurs, I... Um, specifically women in this case. But if you've got some feedback, if you've got things that you want to see um, in this network, please reach out. Eventually, this platform will be built for you. So um, hopefully you will access it and, and access the information within that platform. Now, that's to say any any organization that's going to take part in this platform, so whether uh, they are, you know, they're going to be hosting something in the area and then posting it on our, on our site, they will be required to receive uh, gender-based diversity training. And that helps the, the, the users, the, the people in the audience of these programs or events, whatever it might be, understand that the facilitators have gone, have taken the proper steps to have the, you know, to, to cross their T's and dot their I's and understand what women are actually going through and not just kind of preaching to the choir, but really being mm-hmm. able to open a conversation mm-hmm. for these women entrepreneurs. Um, so those are the three things. So if you're an organization looking or empowering women in some way, shape or form, please reach out to me. Um, if you're an entrepreneur, stay tuned for the launch of this network, which will be happening in March. And if you're looking Mm -hmm. to become a mentor again, please reach out to me. I'd love to create that database. Sign me up. Yeah, wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. Great, and not we're, we don't want to date the the podcast, but I will share some uh, some things coming up, and I think they'll be recurring because this grant is four four years um, a four year grant, I guess. So we'll be doing a lot of the things annually. So one of the things that just launched through Epicenter, which is a partner in the grant that Nicole's leading, is a women. It's called Venture Women, and it's an idea accelerator program. So it's meant for women in emerging tech, because that is the focus of this grant. Um, so I look to both of you to apply. I think I've already <laughs> maybe shared. Oh. It with mm-hmm. both of you mm-hmm. or or someone has shared it um but um for anyone listening um if you are a woman who's either building tech or building a business that's basically tech enabled 
this is going to be a great program. And I always said in when you, you know, you get in early, there's lots of opportunities to be part of building this along with the community. So um, we are looking for people to apply to that. The application deadline is January 20th. But again, this is reoccurring. So if you hear this in God knows the summer, it's coming again. Um, there is a networking event happening on February 12th. Women in STEM, whether you're a founder, you're a professional or student, we just want to get all these women together to start talking about what we can do, what we're facing, address, you know, what's missing in the entrepreneurship side. And then, as Nicole mentioned, International Women's Day is March 8th and uh, we'll be um, obviously very active that week, showcasing all the great people, companies, um, etc. Yeah. So um, lots happening. So in conclusion, I want to ask one last question. I ask this question to everyone on the podcast. <laughs> it is your moonshot idea. So when you look at 2020, what is your moonshot? And this could be for your company, for you personally, for the community, whatever you get to choose. So who wants to start? I'm looking at Mara. So Mara <laughs> gets, okay. to, gets to start. So um, I've been like thinking of another app. Um, it's basically and essentially a digital curfew app. So we're all on our phones mm, all the time, yes. on mm. our TVs all the time. So it's like a curfew app basically to like shut off our phones for us from X PM to X AM kind of thing. So definitely need it. I am digitally dependent. I bought those blue light glasses to try to be yeah. like, maybe it'll help me. I don't know if it's helping me, but <laughs> yeah. they look cool. Yeah. Um, okay, so another venture for Mara, Love, which is awesome. Wonderful. And then you awesome. get points like yes. if you yes. like stick yeah. to the curfew and then yeah. it like... Gamifying yeah. everything makes it a lot more fun. How about you, Sarah? What's your uh, moonshot? Uh, yeah, I mean, obviously I want to get, get in the loop launched in Windsor Essex um, and by launched I mean more than 10 partners uh, with content on the app mm-hmm. um, and then you know thousands of Windsor Essex uh, residents um, utilizing the app and supporting local and saving money mm-hmm. uh, but as for like moonshot um, it would be really cool to be a part of um, our expansion beyond Canada for getting the loop, um, being so close to like the that. United yeah. States. Yeah, like I mm. am one of the few local owners that have that access and, and some of that insight that maybe, uh, you know, other owners wouldn't even know anything about. Yeah. So I'm, I'm foreseeing a get in the loop Detroit mm-hmm. yeah. coming soon. Yeah, that'd be, <laughs> that'd be very cool. Um, yeah. And I am already sitting on the Franchise Advisory Council, nice, which is very cool. Nice, yeah, nice. I get to... Uh, voice my opinion and make sure that, uh, you know, I'm kind of like a beta tester, like before we launch uh, new features on the app, I get a say on it. And, Mm -hmm. and being from Windsor Essex, being so close to the border, it's important that uh, we, you know, consider the factors here Mm -hmm. for our members Mm -hmm. in this Mm -hmm. region. So Mm -hmm. yeah, that'd be, that'd be pretty cool. I don't know if it's 2020, that might be more like 2021, but yeah, we'll see where (laughs) the year goes. That's a good one too. And cool. Well, obviously increasing the number of women-led startups in the area, but Really, what I want to do is create a network of unknown women entrepreneurs in the area. Like I said, I mean, we 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 know the yeah. usual suspects, and they are phenomenal. I can't speak highly enough about yeah. them. But there are so many yeah. that are working yeah. behind the scenes that um, that aren't getting the glory yeah. that they should. So yeah, I've always said we need to replace ourselves, right? We need to always be looking yeah. at who will be the next Mara, Sarah, mm-hmm. Nicole, right? Yeah. And if we all have that mentality and. Um, yep. It's amazing what you can do when you mentor people, right? So yeah. um, anything in closing you want to share, whether in this, listen, if you want to do a sales pitch, totally cool with that. Because <laughs> yeah, we're sure. here to support entrepreneurs. <laughs> so you want to do a quick uh, Mara, Sarah plug for your apps? 
Um, not really a plug, maybe a little bit. Um, so because my app is for be- beauty and barbershop professionals, mm-hmm. we're holding an event for beauty and barbershop professionals at the Grand Cantina on January the 20th, 2020 at around 7 p.m. So if you're in the beauty and barbershop um, professional field or business, uh, feel free to come by for some drinks and some eats and uh, meet your fellow entrepreneurs. And Mara, where can people find you? I know we talked about the oh, app, but yeah. like, where are you on social media land? Oh, I'm, where can people I'm connect basically everywhere. Um, yes. Facebook, <laughs> Instagram, LinkedIn, even Pinterest. But I'm very active on Instagram and I'm even on TikTok, you guys. I'm like really so modern. So I'm a millennial. I do not understand <laughs> the Generation Z. It's, yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, that's yeah, a whole yeah. nother. That needs to be like a full yeah. TikTok session. Yeah. Um, is it under Bo app? Yeah. yeah. So Bo okay. spelled B-E-A-U-X-A-P-P. Wonderful. Okay, and Sarah. All right, so I would like everyone who's listening to this uh, to make sure to download the free app, get yes. in the loop. Mm-hmm. Um at first, you're not going to see as much offers and experiences on it, but you'll be able to follow my journey. So that's, mm-hmm. uh, you know, part of the fun. And then every time there's a new partner, um, you'll be able to see, you know, what they have to offer. And you can check out uh, maybe a business you weren't aware of or, or services that they offer that you weren't aware of. Um, if there are any business owners listening right now, um, this is a great way to reach the modern on-the-go consumer. Um, we touch our cell phones on average, 2,700 times a day. Oh, I'm no. probably in the 5,000 region <laughs> at least. Um, I, yeah, I definitely need that app that you create in the future. Ah, because I, I think you two can go. Yeah. Like, I think there's a collaboration. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. All right. Let's link up Let's after make this. time. For yeah. sure. And Sarah, yeah. where can people find you and, and, get in the, and get in the loop? Yeah. So uh, Facebook, Get in the Loop Windsor Essex. Same with Instagram, Get in the Loop Windsor Essex. You can follow me on Twitter. It's S-R-O-D-D-Y-1-6. Mm-hmm. Um, also on LinkedIn, just look for Sarah Roddy. You'll see Get in the Loop local owner. And uh, yeah, that's that's pretty much it. And Nicole, for anyone looking to mentor an organization, person, entrepreneur, looking for support or looking to add a, you know support to your list, yes. where do they connect with you? Please reach out. Uh, email is nanderson at windsoressexsmallbusiness.com. Very long. <laughs> or you can find me on Twitter, uh, N-I-C-S-L-E-I-M-A-N. You're allowed to sneak into these ladies' DMs. It's okay. In this case, please for do. Business development <laughs> reasons. In conclusion, I just want to say um, to, to cap off another awesome Technicity podcast that empowered women empower women. So we'll see you soon. 